You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. E? Well, hello, Murph. Do I sound different? You sound fancy. I know. This is going to be so awesome, and I know people can't see us, so we have to explain to the listeners where we are, what we're doing. Obviously, everyone knows what we're doing. We're podcasting, but we're in a special place. I know. It kind of looks like, in a good way, my mom's basement. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But we are in a professional podcast studio. Yeah. And yeah, so not only are we together face to face, but we're in a professional studio today. Yeah. And this is a very special episode um, because we do have a guest with us. Actually, we were invited by this guest and our guest is somebody that the listeners are going to know. That's right. Should we introduce him? I think we should. We'd like to welcome to the podcast... Mike Schulte from the Pork Tees. Hi, guys. I love when when people are like, we've got a guest. And it's like everyone knows that you have a guest because it says my name on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you're super right. Super special. They're, we got to introduce They've already them. looked they at already your know. picture. They, they already, already know. know. Yeah. Well, we are so excited to have you here. Or no, let me rephrase that. We are so excited you invited us yes. here. And we are in a, like I said, a professional studio. It definitely, I kind of get a Wayne's World vibe in yes, this room. That's what we were going for. <laughs> yeah, it's like the wood paneling walls and all the VHS, VHS tapes. tapes and yeah, yeah. poster, well, the Goonies poster I'm looking at. There's literally a guitar right behind you. So like, yeah, whale. I know. So we have different, a different setup, uh, really fancy equipment. So we do need to give a shout out to whose space this is. Yeah. So we are at Upload Media Group, and I'm going to let Logan tell us about Upload Media Group. Oh, hey. Hey. Thanks for coming and visiting us. Yeah, Hi, awesome. Logan. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Upload Media Group um, used to be known as LAS Media Group. We rebranded um, because we were doing so many awesome things. We needed a new brand to hold it all in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're here in the Czech Village in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, we have a space here uh, in the Kosek building, and uh, we're trying to connect communities through content. So podcasts, web series, live streams, all of those things. The goal is to make those uh, accessible to people in the community, to uh, businesses and organizations, and and help elevate the whole community through content. And the important question is, are you available for hire? Absolutely. Yeah. So we have <laughs> we have original shows that we produce here. Okay. But we also, anybody in the community can come and rent our space, rent our studios. We actually have a uh, monthly membership that we just released. Ooh. It's a flat fee once a month and you get studio time, you get discounts on additional add-on services. So uh, hopefully it makes it all really accessible. What's your website? You can go to uploadmediagroup.com or if you can't remember all that, it's just uploadcr.com. Yay. Hey, oh, I love well, it. Yeah, thanks for letting us be here. And then one of the most important podcasts that are recorded in this space is The Confused Breakfast. The Confused Breakfast. What the heck is that? I think we talked about it the last time I was on your show, maybe like two years ago. I think I was just starting it. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's evolved. It, things have gotten weird. <laughs> uh, the podcast was started. It was kind of a kind of a COVID project for me. Being a creative person... All the the shows went away in 2020, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I didn't have that outlet of just doing things. And I had had other podcasts. I did a, we still do a Pork Tornadoes podcast. It's just not updated that often. Uh, I did an Iowa music scene podcast. I've kind of quit doing that. I wanted an idea 
of a broader content thing, right? Where anyone that listens to this generally has a RAGBRAI affiliation or, yeah. or oh, likes biking. Sure. Yep. Yeah. I wanted something that like everyone in the world could relate to and just kind of crossed my fingers that it would go big. And uh, so we started the Confused Breakfast in late 2020 and it was all about classic movies, you know, re rewatching, revisiting movies from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, the ones that you thought you loved. Like, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> just haven't seen it in 20 years. I'm sure it's still good. You go back and you watch it and you go, like, oh, wow. oh my, wow. And we try to take off the rose colored glasses and try to watch it as if it were our first time. And sometimes vice versa. Sometimes we hated movies and as in our childhood. And then we went back and watched it and said, oh, wow. I, I can't <laughs> sure. believe I discounted that movie when I was seven years old. <laughs> yeah. I think The Princess Bride got our lowest nostalgic rating because it's like, ooh, that's a girl's movie. That's dumb. But then rewatching that movie, that is a classic. Did you cry? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, did, did you hear this? So we, we dive deep and we pick a movie every episode. We dive super deep on it. We review it. So the thing I learned most about Princess Bride was that Inigo Montoya, you know, I'm prepared to I, die. Mm-hmm. Prepared to die. Do you know that his father, uh, who's the actor that played uh, Inigo Montoya? Um, r- regardless. He, I don't have my notes in front of me. He, his father had just passed away from cancer. Viggo Mortensen. Viggo, no, oh. it's not Viggo Mortensen. God damn. Oh. It was a good, it's very good oh, though. Sorry, mom. Oh, wait. <laughs> his father had just passed oh, away. Oh, it's Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin. Oh, Thank you. yeah, yeah. The other guy. His father had just passed away from cancer and he viewed that character that he was fighting as the cancer that killed his father. That was his acting method there. And so you see him in that movie like, like he is caught wow. up in emotion and that is how he was so good at, at portraying that role. And that's the kind of stuff that, that we talk about that you didn't know as a kid. And then you come to learn these things about movies and it's been a wild ride. We, we've, uh, we were the number one uh, movie film review podcast in the entire United what? States uh, a couple months ago. That is awesome. We had famous comedian Burt Kreischer was just on our show. We did uh Caddyshack and just had a blast with that oh, episode. So it. it's been it's been a while. I thought I would have stopped by now because now music's back, but yeah. now I'm like, I can't stop now. You can't yeah. stop now. We got to go. Yeah. Well, and two of your very, very like most popular guests are on right now. Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> the Just Go Bike connects with the Confused Breakfast. This breakfast. is going to be awesome. <laughs> this is. I think this is my first crossover, so Ooh, I'm pumped. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so we have to you know, kind of bring the listeners in on to why we are podcasting together but i think i mean i don't think there's probably very many people out there that don't know what the pork tornadoes are <laughs> but like give us the the cheat sheet on it uh, the world's worst named band that is our tagline <laughs> unfortunately we started 15 years ago and we never thought that we would be where we are now so it's like who cares what your band name is <laughs> but you can't change it once you get to a certain right. point and, and it's a blessing and a curse because it is a terrible name and it does not describe what we do very well at all <laughs> But it's one of the most memorable names. Like sure. the minute you hear that name, you're like, oh, I know. I've heard of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unforgettable. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and we got so lucky one year. This was 2014. Uh, Ragbri came through Hiawatha. Mm-hmm. And, and the local committee asked us, had heard of us, said, we want you to play. And we played after Dennis DeYoung. Dennis <laughs> yeah. DeYoung was the headliner. Oh, but we yeah, played after. So, so Dennis DeYoung opened up for us, you know. Oh, well, yeah. And, and it was just like this. We didn't, none of us had ridden Ragbri. No, right. oh, dumb Ragbri, whatever. You know, you don't, you don't know anything about it until you experience it. And then being there that night, watching all these people come into town, enjoy themselves, be super polite and happy, and then leave and move on was like one of the coolest experiences ever for me because 
it, it changed. It just changed my outlook on the thing. And then, of course, all we wanted to do was play Ragbra. Right. Yeah. yeah. People always ask, "What's your favorite show of the year?" It's it's always Ragbra. Yeah. It's because everyone is in such a great mood. Everyone's like carefree, having the time of their lives, talking to everybody, exerting energy, partying, enjoying themselves. And it, it is truly one of the best shows of the year. So we've played since Hiawatha, we've played five, we've headlined five Ragbri overnight stays, two route announcement parties. We did uh, the drive-in theater or the oh, drive-in yeah, one yep, in 2020. COVID and waterworks. Yeah. That was yep. our first show in like five months at that point and it was so weird and everything was weird, <laughs> was weird and, but, but it felt awesome and it felt it weird. It was super cool. So, yeah. And so I, I, you know, we're, we're sitting here just crossing our fingers that we can be a part of 2023 and you never know. I mean, who knows? We feel like if I have to plead my case to the people out there, we feel like we'd be a great band. Yeah. For Are Rag you Rag. kidding me? Ragbri 50. <laughs> yeah. It, it should Rag be 50. It should be. Uh, and I, we've had a lot of people reach out to me. If you were at the route announcement party, I like to say st- stupid things in the microphone that are clearly a joke, but I like to play it off like it's not. And there's always a few people that start to think that, oh, he was serious. So we've had a lot of people reach out to me and say, we heard you were playing every night of Ragbri. Because <laughs> oh. I, I said that in the microphone. I said, hey, good news. We just found out that we're playing every night of Ragbri. <laughs> and there was the four people that were like, what? That's so cool. Wow. Everyone else goes, ah, that's a funny joke. So, well, oh my God. We'll see, amazing. right? We'll see. Yeah. Maybe some announcements <laughs> right. will come out at some point. And I think uh, when you were on the podcast with me, we briefly touched on um, like you are a pretty intense cyclist. Well, and, <laughs> and by intense, I mean you rode one day of Ragbri, right? I did. <laughs> and it was, it kind of was a bet. It was a bet. Uh, so I had never ridden like a, a road bike before. But right. then being a part of this Ragbri thing for so many years, I go, I kind of want to do it. Right. So I think if we were in uh, Sigourney. We were in Sigourney the oh, year before, okay. and I said, I go, I'm going to ride a day next year. And then we put we put a bet out there. We said, okay, if if, if this post gets t- 5,000 likes, Mike's going to ride a day of rag ride. Boom, 5,000 likes. Oh. I mean, it was... You're like, just kidding. I meant... Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, 10K. <laughs> I bought a road bike. I, I rode like 400 miles leading up to Ragbri, which turned out to not be enough to anybody, <laughs> for, for me at least. It's like, and that's I rode, pretty good. That's way more miles than I trained for the pre-ride. Was it? Oh, yeah. Well, you're a pro bike rider. Well. I'm, I'm I, a guy that hasn't ridden a bike since <laughs> eighth grade at that point, and it was a BMX. All right, all right. And, and, and of course, I played the night before, didn't get to bed till three in the morning, your adrenaline's rolling, didn't get on the road till... 10:30 a.m. Oh 11 a.m. Yeah. Shout out to Team Death Race for uh, <laughs> for saying come with us. It's gonna be awesome. And then I was like, oh, you guys are on a whole different level than I am. And my mom rode with me, and I finished it, and it was so awesome. And then the next summer, I rode a, th- I made it a goal to ride a thousand miles Ooh. in the summer. I did it. That was oh. 2020. That was the COVID year. Then I had a baby, <laughs> and I haven't been on my bike. I haven't been on my bike since. Well, wait till she grows up uh, old enough to have a little tricycle. Then maybe so you'll great. start biking. I mean, that still averages out to what like three hundred miles per year it's for the last well, three yeah, years. If you, you do it that way, which if you would have told me that five years ago, I'd be like three hundred miles. <laughs> yeah, no see, way. oh <laughs> yeah, no, that's like <laughs> across the state of Iowa. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, never I say never. Maybe this year, like maybe I can get it, I can pull it together yeah. and maybe ride another day. I know my mom wants to, so I think it'd be a lot of fun. And it'd be a whole new experience to ride like 
at the you know quote normal time of the day like <laughs> well and that was the problem see... like, people kept asking like how was it i said i can i i loved it however we kept pulling pulling into the towns as they were shutting down oh mm, yes yeah. i know and that all well. i want to do is stop and just have a drink and they're like nope yeah. go and so so that was the anyone that's thinking about rag for the first time get up at a reasonable time yeah. and get <laughs> If, if the yeah. pork tornadoes are playing in town the night before, go to bed immediately after the, their <laughs> yeah. last get note. Get a good night's sleep. Yep. Get yes. a good night's yeah. sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And a reasonable time on Ragbri is different than like you're in my normal reasonable yes. time. Like 1030 yeah. is not an unreasonable time in right. a normal world, but on Ragbri, six to eight probably yeah. That's is about when you want to leave. Yeah, getting out. Yeah. If you want to fully enjoy the day. Yes. If, if you really want to make yourself do that, I would suggest camping because then you'll hear the zippers of the tent. Oh my gosh. And there, there's no sleeping. Yes. And so. the zip. The Ziploc bags. The, the heat oh of gosh. summer starts creeping up from oh, the sun. As soon as that sun, yep, we're yeah. out. You're out. Yep. <laughs> yes. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, maybe maybe I can get back on the bike this summer. I'd love. Well, it. let's. I mean, we could maybe do a bet. No, I won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it to if you. This podcast episode gets X amount of downloads. <laughs> yeah. I will think about riding another day. <laughs> okay, tell the listeners why you invited us. Like, what was your your vision? Well, one of the things with the confused breakfast. Um, kind of taken off the way it is, is that the interesting thing is I told you we were the number one film review podcast in the entire United States a couple months ago. Iowa was like our 30th most listened to state. What? And we live Aww. here. Aww. And it's it's fine. You know, like, like I said, I wanted this broad thing. And so we, as the three of us uh, on the show, we said, we want to start reaching out to some friends and podcasts that we love and say, Let, let's make some guest appearances and let's Let's uh, try to cross universes a little bit. And I love your podcast, both your podcasts. Yay. I've been I've been on it a few times yes. now. Yeah. And I said, hey, if you're if you, maybe you're hurting for a little bit of uh, we're leading up to Rag Rye, maybe we need a few fun episodes. And so I said, what if we what if we did top three movies that involved some sort of bicycling scene? Yeah. And you so you sent a message to us, and the first thing I said was, are there movies? <laughs> About bicycles and and now now that we're sitting here, I mean there are yes thousands of movies that have bicycles in them. And some are a, some are about bicycles, yes. like some are one hundred percent plot yep. related. Some just have scenes. So some of my honorable mentions, there's just a scene in that movie where there's a bicycle and you like you think about it and it's yeah. a powerful part of that yes, sure. movie where like it just shows the importance of bicycles, you know, yeah. in, in cinema and pop culture and. Yeah. They, they're almost like a character in some of these movies yes. where even if they're a, a side character or like a minor character, they play a big part. Like sitting there thinking about it, because at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come up with three movies. Right. But then we, you're like, I have a list of 11 and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I just have to think about it a little bit more. Just think a little, <laughs> yeah. start Googling yeah. top 10 bike movies it, yeah. and yeah, there's some the, good articles out there. The interesting thing is that a lot of those articles are only about the all bike movies, the movies that are yes. only about bicycling sure. when mm-hmm. there are gobs of movies that have bikes just as big like a big part of the movie yeah well we'll talk about those but well, you, you think about and basically anything from the 80s i mean was if they, if this was a kid's movie from the 80s of course there's absolutely I think about stranger things and how perfect and beautiful that series is is how much of that involves them riding on bicycles, bicycles yeah and it immediately transports you back to yeah. nostalgia and and that's what that show does so well and i think that's what some of these movies do so well is when yeah. you revisit them you go oh Riding bikes with friends. Back in those days, mom didn't make us come inside. No parent was yeah. watching these children. No. They're just no. all biking. No phone. When the streetlight turns on, come yep. home. That's yep. right. Yep. Yep. So, so, do you think now that I'm thinking about nostalgia, is that is that ultimately what Ragbri is? Because think about the times you spent with your best friends in the world riding bikes. No, 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 no. no. I was literally thinking about this yesterday. 
one of my movies is from the 70s. Okay. And the 70s is like, it was a resurgence of the popularity of cycling. And it's the, um, what was I calling it? The the breadbasket of cycling, like where Ragbri came about, these cycling movies came about, people were getting bikes. They were just, there were just something about that. Maybe it was the hippies. Maybe it was like people getting away from having cars in the environmentalism movement. Like, oh, sure. I don't know exactly how but or why, but cycling just blossomed in the 70s and then you have the 80s movies where these people were maybe kids in the 70s yes. or you know they were like adults that then had kids in the seven or the 80s where it's like sort of an echo of that popularity in the 70s and so ragbri came about there's all of our movies are from a similar era yeah, yeah. you know so yeah. i would just really man i spent a lot of time i'm on the couch thinking about it last night <laughs> I, I hope the listeners brains are turning a little bit because you're like yeah anytime i see a top something list i go okay i know what mine are i yeah. wonder if they're they're gonna have the same ones i have yeah oh yeah and yeah. i literally went from are there i mean i can only think of a couple bike movies to right right now i'm like we could do this for three hours <laughs> yeah like, yeah and we all pick we spoiler alert we told each other what our movies were ahead of time and only one of the movies was one that i had even considered doing so that's how many there are yeah yeah so usually what we do on the show is like we'll start with some honorable mentions because there are movies that deserve a quick mention but like they didn't make the top list okay uh do you have do you have any honorable mentions i have one honorable mention do you want me to go first? yeah go first uh my honorable mention is a movie it's actually a documentary called the ride Okay. The ride. That's very literal. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. There's no question. What's it about? (laughs) Horses. It's about. Could be. So the guy who hosts the Amazing Race, Phil Keegan or Kogan, Phil Kogan, him and a buddy decided to ride across the United States, but they had to do it in a time frame because he had to go film the grand finale of the Amazing Race. So he had to. He had to be. At the, I don't remember if it was East Coast or West Coast, by a certain date because they were filming and it was like crappy weather. He got really sick, had to be hospitalized in Des Moines, Iowa. What? what? Yeah. It is. What, like, what's, what rough year is this? Um, probably early or mid 2000s. And this is a documentary? Yeah. Cool. And it's crazy. And it would have been one of my top three, except I couldn't find it on the internet anymore. Yes. It's like, this is no longer available. And I'm like, what? Anyway. anyway. That's, That's tough. Funny. Yeah. How about you guys? I got a few. Um, again, I think about these scenes. Uh, Karate Kid. Remember, remember the bicycle scenes. One, one of those scenes in Karate Kid. Daniel first goes to school that first day, and he rides his bike to school the first day. And Cruel Summer by Banana Ramas playing in the background. <laughs> nice. I, I just got chills. Like I don't know why. <laughs> there's these moments where song and nostalgia works perfectly together. Uh, Caddyshack. We just did Caddyshack with Bert. That intro scene is Danny Noonan riding his bike past all the rich houses and coming oh, to the country yeah. club. Yeah. Yep. Short little bike scene. And I thought I saw a lot of stuff online about that. How Danny dismounts the bike with his legs over the handlebars. <laughs> Have you ever seen anyone do that what? in real life? No. He gets off the bike by swinging his legs over the front of the bike. He just goes, <laughs> yeah. And just kind of flings over. And ten out of ten, I'm going to try that. Later. Oh, God. Maybe yeah, not yeah. with clip-ins. Yeah, and, no, no. Yeah. yeah, maybe in the privacy of my own home, and right. then later maybe show off if it works. There yeah. you go. Yeah. If it works. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, had another one, Wayne's World. Think about that scene where uh, Garth's, or Wayne's ex-girlfriend, like the kind of the crazy girl, ride. they're playing hockey in the street, and she <laughs> oh, rides God, by. She yes. goes, hi, Wayne. <laughs> hi. And she and she hits the car yeah, and flips it. And she's Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like just a little scene. So that's why they didn't make my main because they're little scenes. I got two more. It's the Sandlot. Mm. 
Think about that is one of our episode in the Sandlot was one of my favorites because it really takes you back to being a kid. But all that that other team riding their bikes onto the diamond. Yeah. And they challenge them to the game like that was your mode of transportation back then. (laughs) They all had their bikes. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we did a lot of old ones. So I wanted to add the newest one I could possibly add. This may be a deep cut. Have you ever seen I Heart Huckabees? No, but I have seen that. I have heard of it. It's it is well worth the watch. It's a bit of a strange so many, so many famous people in this movie. Bit of an indie film kind of a deal, but uh, the main character, uh, two of the main characters ride their bikes around town because they're protesting um, gas, gasoline, mm. fossil fuels. And and it's a, there's some very memorable bicycle scenes in that movie. Oh, and very good. It's funny, it's intellectual, and it's got bikes in it. Oh, love it. Okay. Honorable mention? Okay, I have three honorable mentions. Um, so my first one would be Quicksilver, which is an older movie, but it features... Uh, Kevin Bacon and Nelson Vales. Nelson Vales. My friend and yours. Yes. Yeah. So they're what is that called? Quicksilver. Okay. Yeah. And they're bike messengers. And that's Whoa. the whole premise of the movie just focuses on them being bike messengers. And if you don't know Nelson Vales, he is an Olympic medalist. Uh, America, or maybe the world's first black Olympic medalist mm-hmm. in cycling, in track cycling. Mm-hmm. Really? And, mm-hmm. and he was a bike messenger in New York City for a while. Logan pulled it up on the screen for us. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Nelly rides Ragby every year. You can see him often in, in the primal tent mm-hmm. enjoying himself. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's, so we've become friends over the years and have to give that movie a shout out because. For sure. Wow, love Nelly. there's yeah. Kevin Bacon. And yeah. I do not know Kevin Bacon. I do. But. I met Kevin Bacon when he was singing with his brother, the Bacon Brothers. Was it good? Yes. Will you tell Kevin Bacon? Oh, yeah. Since you're good friends with I him. I can text him. What text do you want? him real quick. We, we had a viral TikTok recently where we put. The Mentos commercial music over Tremors, the movie Tremors. Okay. And it just it had like 10 million views, but everyone kept tagging Kevin Bacon going, isn't this funny? Silence. Kevin. I'll, Kevin, that's I'll talk funny. To him. Just talk to him for me. Yeah. Kev, come Kev, on. Come on, Kev. Like, just, just check and see if he's actually seen it. Okay. Just yeah. be like, I know, he, I know he's seen it. Yeah. Kev, come on. Come on. <laughs> like, don't be lame. Okay, so my next one is a documentary called Icarus. And that one is, mm. I don't know, last five, ten years. And it is about, this guy started out making a video about doping in the cycling world. And to make this video, he actually took the supplements himself. Oh, wow. And through obtaining these supplements, I've seen that. he broke into like an illegal dope smuggling ring for the Olympics. And like, it just blossoms out from there. I wow. think I just kind of was, you know, you're that you're just going through Netflix and nothing's catching your eye. I think I just said, ah, whatever. Yeah. And that was a meet like two hours long. I just went boom and I was enthralled by it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's it really is enthralling. It is you start thinking about it, it's this little seed and it just like blooms into this massive, I don't know, conspiracy theory, but it's not a cons- a theory. It's real life. How soon does everyone that rides Ragbri have to do their doping tests? <laughs> yeah, is that like the week before? At, at or? the start line. The start line. Ooh, we were going to make that a surprise. Your <laughs> Year 50, dope test. Ooh, yeah. Ooh busted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, about that Guinness record, not going to happen anymore. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Half, half the people say, oh, half that's everyone's not for me. out. Yeah. yeah, ooh, guess not. So, okay, so then my third one is actually more of like a worst list. Where I thought I would review the classic American Flyers. It has um, Kevin Costner. It is supposed to be a classic cycling movie. I made it 20 minutes into that movie. And like, you, I'm really sorry. Didn't like it? It was awful. Oh. They, I, 
Kevin Costner has a, he's young and he has a mustache and he's not wearing that mustache. That mustache is wearing him. <laughs> it's like it's the, a Sam Elliott. It's kind of right thing. in the yeah. middle. Yeah, it's it's the whole screen. And then his little brother has a cowboy hat on. Nobody acknowledges it at all. We just don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it would be a great mystery science theater episode, I think. Cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I probably come back and watch it just because it is about cycling and they sure. it just doesn't have that love of I mean, no. They clearly love cycling, but it just doesn't have that like magic to it that some of these other movies have. That's cool. So this is pre like I sniff a lot when I talk Kevin Costner, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Yellowstone Kevin yes. Costner, where every other word's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they take came take our land. Yeah, and I thought I was going to love it because there are a lot of gratuitous St. Louis scenes, and I lived in St. Louis for a little while, so Louis. I was like, oh yes, the arch and like this and that and. It just did not, they go to Madison shortly thereafter and it just did not Aww. carry. Where did you live in St. Louis? I lived in University City. Okay. So like right behind, um, on the, uh, right behind Blueberry Hill sort of. Okay. Yeah. So I was down in that area. I live, I grew up, was born and raised in St. Louis till I was 15. We lived in North County in Florissant. Okay. Yeah. Florissant, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Very and good. And we rode our bikes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yep. And I would go down to the, like the the park in the middle of town yep. and like bike around there and like look at I don't know the By stuff the zoo. yeah the zoo yeah. look at the zoo and where the um, World's Fair used to be yeah. and yeah. like yeah I, I really love living in St. Louis but then I got into grad school and I moved away but like <laughs> yeah so it was great Bye. but yeah so I thought the movie would be good because of that reason and I just uh, to put it on my top three list is not happening these these movies we're about to get into these are like the best of the best in that's my right opinion the cream it, of the crop in, in, yeah in each of our opinions who who wants to go first. I think Murphy should go first. Okay. I'm we need go your first. number three. <clears throat> ready? <clears throat> Are you ready? Cue the music. <laughs> okay. So as I said in my honorable mention, The Ride, right? Yep. Okay. So my third movie is called La Ride. So oh. figure out Is that what... Spanish for the ride? <laughs> Fr- French for the ride? <laughs> it's French. <laughs> El Nino. <laughs> so, and it also features Phil Cogan. Okay. The guy oh. from Amazing Race, right? So he had so much fun riding across the United States, ah. he grabbed the same friend and decided to mimic the 1928 Tour de France route on the same bicycles that the riders in 1928 <laughs> oh, <no>. rode. <laughs> yeah. So they had to find these vintage bicycles. They had to pretty much go to a welder and have them make them so they wouldn't break. Yeah. They were wearing the same outfits. They had the same like pith helmets on. It was crazy. They had to average. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about this. So Phil is from New Zealand and he was uh, enamored by a cyclist named Harry Watson who finished the 1928 Tour de France. Harry. Harry. Shout out to Harry. Harry. And so he wanted to duplicate it, right? But back in 1928, the Tour de France was all about the survival it was not about Mm. we're all gonna finish this it was i think however many cyclists started it only 40 finished like it was more about you are gonna ride until you die and (laughs) the point is no no one's gonna finish this. that was kind of the point i'm trying to not let you finish this race they averaged 150 miles per day back then or Back, these guys did. Well, they duplicated it. Wow. So yeah, they did wow. the same thing. But think of 1928 versus now. The they're the, the technology and the, but the roads are now highways oh or God. interstates, so they had to it was crazy. So this is a documentary of them doing it. They um 
over 3,000 miles. They did one day 221 miles over the mountains, 20,000 feet of climb that day. Oh, my God. 20,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. On these crappy, you know, single speed bikes. What is the full feet of climb over the seven days of Ragbri this year? Uh, I think 13,000. 13, yeah, it's between <laughs> wow. 10 and 15,000. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But so they did 221 miles. You know, it was crazy. Like it took them 20 hours. And then well, they had yeah. to get up the next day or, the, you know, later the oh, same brutal. day. The next day was 200 miles, 15,000 feet of climb. <laughs> so not only is Phil like host this amazing, crazy, amazing race TV show, he's also amazing and crazy. That's that's incredible. Yeah. So anyway, I would highly recommend you you watch La Ride. Why didn't you make everybody this year for Ragbri have to ride 50-year-old bicycles? And- <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because I do ride a 50-year-old bicycle. Okay, okay. See, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But steel is real, man. Steel is real. Yeah. yeah. So that concludes my number three. Okay. All right, you want to go? All right, I'll go. So I it's really tight between my number two and number three. So like don't judge me from my ranking. But I think I'm going to go with um, the Muppet movie for my number three movie. Ooh, okay. The Muppet movie. Yeah, because from what year? Uh, it's roughly. It's late '70s, early '80s. I do remember this. Yeah, and it's the very first movie they made of the Muppets. They were doing the Muppet Show for like five years, and then they did, Jim Henson decided that he wanted to do movies instead yeah. and like go long form. Oh wow! So this is their first movie that they made, and in the Muppet Show they had done several biking scenes. It's kind of a theme with the Muppets. But this one is, so it starts, the movie starts and it's Kermit in the swamp and Kermit leaves the swamps to try to go to Hollywood. I and yes, <laughs> so he's going to Hollywood. And so he starts off on a bicycle and he's riding the bicycle. And the scene of him riding the bicycle in this town is the first scene in any Muppet movie or show where they're in the real world. And he's like ah. out there with like actual human people. Yeah. And so he's out riding this Schwinn. And it's not a real Schwinn. Yeah. Yep. There it's on the screen. Um, I totally remember this. It's it's actually like a scale model. So or in some wow. of the scenes. How but did they even film that? Yeah. Well, that is the big question. And it was like movie magic at that time because they didn't really that always have so the bi- cool. behind the scenes. And look, frog legs. He's riding past. <laughs> this is the bad guy. Is this guy wants him to advertise frog legs? He doesn't want to eat Kermit. He wants Kermit to be the spokes frog. Oh my gosh. But he does and he's like, alive or dead. And I'm like, so why couldn't you just have like rip him off why do you even need kermit but it's fine that's part of the movie it's the muppet magic and so kermit's writing this twin and they did it by a combination of um like poles like moving the bike back and forth uh-huh. and then they have a little dolly like but that made the magic is that they have the quick cuts between the the wide frame and the close-ups where they have jim henson like operating the muppet um, yeah, so he makes a really good crack about a Schwinn that I forgot to look up at this point. So <laughs> I don't know if I've seen this. It's so I definitely cute. now that I don't think I've ever thought about it yeah. since I was five. Yeah, it's but so now cute. I'm going, I definitely have seen it. <laughs> yeah, that movie. absolutely. And I was texting Murph, I have their McDonald's cups. I have all their McDonald's cups of like there's there's a bike one of yeah. Kermit on the bike. So yeah. that that must have started the craze then because I do remember Sesame Street did the same thing. It was called Follow That Bird. Did anyone remember seeing that? Absolutely. Or like the actual Sesame Street characters went out into the real world. And yeah. There was yeah. like crazy, uh, crazy famous actors were in that movie too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Bob Hope, Edward, yep. Edgar Bergen, uh, Mel Brooks. Yep. Wow. I mean, it is, wow. it's like people that I recognize as being famous, but I had to look them up for, not those guys, but like some of the other guys, it's cameo after cameo yep. after yep. cameo. It's so awesome. And 
so like the bike scene is the first 10 minutes yeah. and then my boyfriend's like you're gonna watch the rest of that movie and i'm like well yeah i mean it was <laughs> we started it so <laughs> funny and it's so entertaining so then their next movie the muppet caper they have it was so popular and so like everyone was like, how the heck did you do that? So they have all the Muppets on bikes riding in a park. And cool. it's like where Kermit and Miss Piggy reignite their relationship Aww. and they're biking together and then everyone joins them. <laughs> and then they have all sorts of bike scenes in all their other movies. So that's awesome. So I got to love them up. I got to give them up. It's a shout out. Oh, yeah. Um, spoiler alert. They make it to Hollywood. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just so adorable. I mean, that's not really giving I it still want to watch but it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, it's just a classic. Uh, mine, I'm, I'm like you, my number three and number two are kind of interchangeable. Uh, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with it. My number three, Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Oh, yes. And there are, there are sweet. two, That's yeah, sweet. <laughs> there are two particular, first of all, I, I was one of the first people that I know that ever saw this movie. Okay. Uh, I was living in Iowa city and the, um, there's like an independent movie theater there. Uh, I, I don't know what it's called now, but it was like. That's where I saw I Heart Huckabees. You see okay. these random okay. movies maybe before they're mainstream. And I went there with a buddy and we came out. We're like, this movie's going to be huge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it sounded so dumb. We're like, it was funny, but it was, you know, it was just cool. And there are two scenes that make me think about <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite when he goes, you ever take it off any sweet jumps? <laughs> and yeah. that, that wide angle shot of him going to the ramp and yeah. just going, uh, and if, <laughs> And then uh, later in the movie, he takes his brother Kip. He's pulling his brother Kip <laughs> on rollerblades. He's hanging yeah. onto a rope, and he, and he's trying to here look at the screen. <laughs> it's a sweet, sweet jump. jump. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. I, I and you know what the funny thing about Napoleon Dynamite is they don't really say what like year it was set. Yeah. yeah. But it has an older feel to it. Oh, so yeah, I sure. do feel like it's either just small town that hasn't moved moved into modern culture yet yeah. or it, or it was supposed to be kind of like late early 90s or something yeah like. i love napoleon dynamite we will be covering that on a confused breakfast episode very soon i, I love that movie. i can't wait to listen to it i remember yeah. watching it the first time and just crying i've never cried in a movie like that for laughing yeah so hard the food it's like it was a it was a cultural phenomenon yeah i mean absolutely. you couldn't go anywhere for about a year without someone quoting that movie yeah yeah and i'm not a good movie quoter like i don't remember but you Napoleon Dynamite. As soon as somebody will say it, I'll be like, ha, ha, I bet I you could throw a football over the mountains. <laughs> Uncle Rico. <laughs> I have a full body poster of Napoleon. Oh, in my you really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one from the cover of the movie. Yeah. Where he's kind of going. Eh. Yeah. He's like, and he's wearing his little vest and like, oh, so cute. <laughs> that was one of my favorite usages of Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Absolutely. Ah. Unforgettable. They're, they're, they're at the school dance. Uh, no, actually, yeah, it's Time After Time and there's another song right before it. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but something about that school dance. Care, it, I feel like it inspired Stranger Things. Yeah. The end of season two yeah. is maybe the hardest I've ever like happy cried in my life <laughs> was when they were all at the ice <laughs> ball. The, and you're the, just going, was it uh, Forever Young? Forever Young. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, I wanna it, be but it's, a, it's like a different version yeah. of it or something. It, yeah. I love that movie. Uh, go, so go, well, here's your friendly reminder to go out and watch all these movies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. I, I have Napoleon on DVD. I'm going to be definitely watching yeah, that. Yeah, I think I have two copies of it. Is <laughs> that <Yeah, exactly>. good? <laughs> okay, my number two, number two. movie. We, we're going to go way, way back. Okay? okay. So to 1969. Okay. And this movie is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah. Aww. This is my favorite, favorite movie of all times. Really? I mean, I've probably watched it. Uh, I don't even know how many times I watch it. Um, I will tell you, this is going to 
probably if people know math, they're going to realize how old I am because this was the first movie I saw in a movie theater. Aww. At like six months old. Like why my mother would take me <laughs> Let's go do this. to a movie. I'll tell you why. I have no clue because I have a nine month old and I'm like, I would never take her to a movie theater. No. Yeah. She took me to the theater. Apparently I was crying. So I maybe didn't watch the whole movie. <laughs> well. And I know. Yeah. So that part's crazy. But anyway, back to Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. This features Robert Redford and Paul Newman. And there is a very famous bicycle scene. The one we're watching right now? Yes. So he's on, I think it's called, maybe I wrote it down. I did not write it down. But he starts the scene by saying, meet the future. Because back then, the bicycle was the future. Well, sure. And it was a just a single speed bike. He did all his own stunts. And if you watch this scene, he's like, like balancing on it <laughs> yeah. and doing crazy things. And then more importantly, the lady that he's trying to woo gets on the handlebars and they go for miles. Like, I don't know how she balances. I don't know how she doesn't get her dress or her feet caught in t- in the spokes. Yeah. But yeah, it is just so cool. And the song that they play is BJ Thomas, Raindrops Keep Falling on Your Head. So I cannot listen to that song without thinking about the movie. It is... Classic, and the movie itself is fun because it's like the wild, wild west, and they are um, they rob bank uh, trains, like I don't know what you call that um, train robbery, wagon trains. No, actual, actual trains. trains. Like oh. they'll be on horseback and they'll you know <clears throat> jump onto a train and then rob them and then you know whatever. So he's famous in himself, you know, Butch Cassidy and yeah. kids. But then when you get Robert Redford and Paul <laughs> Newman playing them, yeah. oh my god, it's yeah. so awesome. So. My favorite Paul Newman movie is Slapshot. Mm. Anybody remember that? No. The hockey movie? No. Best hockey movie ever made? Okay. No problem. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, put it on the to-watch list. <laughs> yes. Has nothing to do with bicycles. <laughs> yeah. It's sports, though. Sports, sports? adjacent. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So number my two. number two would be E.T., the extraterrestrial. <gasps> and I hate putting Iconic. that as a... How do you put that as a number two in any list? Yeah. But in terms of the biking within the movie... I mean, and it's truly essential in the movie in that it's how the kids get around. It's how they travel. Yeah. Just, they go to school on their bikes. They go to the park on their bikes. They smuggle an alien on their bikes. <laughs> I mean, it's all on their Normal bikes. Normal day's work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so they're in California. And I'm not going to go over the plot of E.T. because I think you probably know. <laughs> right. But there's an alien. And um, so it's in California. And they're riding BMX bikes. So this is my one where it's a not a road bike. It's a BMX bike. Mm-hmm. And it's a... Kuahara BMX, and I hope I pronounced that right because I looked it up ahead of time, but it's a snazzy red bike with a basket on the front. And everybody, I think when you think of E.T., you think of the scene that we're watching now where they're, it's e, Elliot and E.T. and they're launching up in front of the moon. Oh, yes, yes. And like, it's the, That's the shot. It's the, the symbol yeah. from Steven Spielberg's entertainment company or production company. Mm-hmm. And But there's also a second scene in which they levitate on their bikes in front of the sink, the setting sun which comes later in the movie. So there's actually two bike flying scenes, which I thought was kind of, I was fun to remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just, the bikes are an essential part of the movie. Like it's how they got around back then. And I mean, not to bring Stranger Things up again, but to. watching the beginning of this movie, it's like, you could watch them side by side. Yep. That just mirrors of each other. They're, the shot. they're even playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> in e- yeah, you're e. right. Yeah. They are. I, so. haven't, I haven't seen E.T. and call it, call it, 30 years. Yeah. And the first thing that pops in my head if you say ET is the bike. Right. Yeah. Like of that course. is the yeah. first thing that pops in my yep. head. Yep. That's what I thought. The bike in front of the yeah. moon. 
Yeah. So they're, they're all, they're all and this is their the bikes second and... scene where they're going to go in front of the setting. So there's a little bit of weirdness about like it's full daylight and then all of a sudden the sun is setting. <laughs> but like, look, movie magic, just forget about it. But yeah, I hadn't seen the movie. I've seen the movie, I don't know, a dozen times, yeah. but I had to rewatch it for this because it has been years. Yeah. Was it, did it hold up? How do you Absolutely. feel about it modern day? Oh, I loved it. I was so on my way here, I was listening to it in the car and I was crying. Like, really? it's so good. Like, it is so good. And one thing I noticed about all three of my movies is that music is such an essential part. Oh, for just sure. Just alongside the bicycle. And of course, E.T. has John Williams. So it's like the best of the best with this. But the scene would just look maybe goofy without the music to go mm-hmm. alongside of it. So I just thought that was kind of a th- cool thing to note. And the music is very different. Like, of course, The Muppets is like almost a musical. Yes. Yeah. And then this yeah. one has the John Williams. And then my third one, I'll talk about it in a little, little bit. But... Um, yeah, so the music is such a huge part of it, and I just love them going off road and like they can beat the cars, <laughs> oh, like for sure. Like, they just show those adults, and like in these '80s movies, adults are mean. Yes, like they are never like cool. Are <laughs> they're be- never cool? They're never like oh sweet an alien. <laughs> like I would be like wow that's awesome. No, they're like get it, <laughs> kill the alien. Yeah, yep. And this one also had that cool like. 80s latchkey kid thing where like the mom dumps some places and she's a good mom yes. right. but she like she leaves them alone right <laughs> right. or like Elliot was out overnight and she's like oh well I'm glad you're back I'm gonna run you a bath <laughs> like that's nice so it's it was funny to see that like the cultural things like right. come back into play but well I'll play on that for my number two uh, a movie called Rad tell me you guys have seen it no this was the quintessential movie of my childhood. It, okay. it, it was a it's essentially um, a BMX movie. So I was it's gonna say going it's gonna be BMX. BMX. Uh, there's this small town kid who's just really good at riding a BMX, and this <laughs> this pro circuit comes to town to show off all these pro riders, and they're trying to sell bikes and stuff. And they finally say, "Well, let's have a tournament to let a local kid ride." So this kid like beats everybody and then rides in the tournament and. It is the cheesiest, worst movie of all time, but yet it is the best movie. I mean, the music, <laughs> the, this just quintessential 80s scenes with this montage and this guitar and music. It, I, you have to watch it strictly for just like if, if you were, if you ever rode a BMX bike in the 80s, like this. Yeah, like look at, look at this. Lori Laughlin before she went to jail was in this movie. <laughs> uh, there, there. I don't think there's really anybody. Bill Allen was the main character. He's from Davenport, I believe. Oh, awesome! It'd be really cool for Rag Ride maybe someday to reach out to him. Oh he, yeah, he does a lot of um, uh, public engagements because it's very. It's a cult classic. You either oh, heck yes. have never heard of it or it's one of your favorite movies from childhood. Yeah, and it's, I am sorry I have to say I've never seen it i own it on dvd it's an illegally burnt copy that i bought on, <laughs> I bought on ebay from 2004 maybe oh but it's just it's a really really awesome uh, T- uh, talia shore is his mom so this is like post rocky kind of and that's awesome she must have owed somebody a favor like yeah i'll be your mom in the movie but yeah i know there's people listening right now that are like yes man and other people are saying no it's super interesting because they're riding their bmx bikes like mountain bikes whereas now they're more separate they're yeah. they're different yeah. way different styles right. and in this they're riding them like as what i would imagine a mountain bike race would look yes. like so it just kind of back in that day they hadn't separated as much or become so different yeah so and bmx for a while there bmx was huge yeah like where there were pro circuits and they had uh, right. off-road courses and I knew a guy that like raced in it. He was like semi-professional BMX. I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that so I need to give a shout out to my friend Steve Emig because he still races BMX. What? All right. As you know, a grown-up adult, 
you know, he might even have grandchildren now. I don't know. But he literally races BMX. That's awesome. And he'll post. He knows this movie. He totally knows. He has to know this movie. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. All right. Number one. Number one. I, this is, I mean, I'm sure everyone at home right now is going, oh, I already know what everybody's number one is. (laughs) Mine is Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Woo. Yeah. Yes. Now, I think that might have been number one on all of our lists, and we said yeah. only, only one person can talk about that. Murph called and, dibs. And I called <laughs> dibs immediately. So yeah. Pee Wee, obviously everyone knows this movie, so I don't have to give you the highlights, but he rides a 1947 Schwinn Western Flyer. Such a classic. Uh, amazing. And, and it, it is pimped out. It's cherry red. Oh, yeah. Cherry, cherry red. red. Yes. Yep. All the bells and whistles. Yes. So Dream he, bike. He, um, it's his dream bike. It gets stolen. He thinks by his nemesis, Francis. <laughs> and then he goes to a, like a fake fortune teller who says it's in the basement of the Alamo. The Alamo. <laughs> you must go to the Alamo. <laughs> and, um, if you don't know, there is no basement at the Alamo, but he, you know, the whole movie is him traveling to go find this bicycle. Meeting Large Marge. Yeah. Meeting the prisoner. Oh like, yeah. It's amazing. I, there it is. Look at it. Oh, oh my gosh. It's gorgeous. Yeah. If Just, you had a Mount Rushmore of bicycles from movies, this is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> this mean, particular bicycle is maybe the number one. You could tell it was PB's bike. Like, you oh, just could. For sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, look at the handlebar ta- or the flyers on the handlebar. Oh, everything about the it streamers. is amazing. Yeah. Mm. And so it, the film was directed by Tim Burton. Of course. So you know it's. I mean, it's, A plus. It's like a weird. I mean, the fact, you know, Pee Wee Herman is like a childlike adult like it's just it everything about no it sense. is <laughs> weird but i if this movie would be on i would sit and watch it you know i there's no way i would decline watching it yeah it's just awesome it's like if this was the day when we still had tv where you just flip the channels if this was on one of the channels yes. you would stop and watch oh, it for sure there are certain movies that if you walk into the room when it's playing you go well i guess we're gonna watch this yep yeah i know what i'm doing for the yeah. next two hours I, I, i'm just gonna watch the rest of this i guess yeah. yep Absolutely. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone knows who Paul Rubens is. He's, you know, did Pee Wee's Playhouse, which is a TV show first. And there are a couple of Pee Wee movies. There was, there was this, that one is Big Adventure. Yep. Yep. And Big then, Top Pee Wee. I think like the so. The circus one. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> I think I'm confusing him with the Ernest movie, so I'm not going to say any. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to camp. Yeah. It goes to jail. Yeah. Saves yeah. Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Scared stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Nice. Oh, That's a fantastic and Pee-wee's big adventure. May I ask you, what is the word of the day? Ah, bicycle. Uh, oh, ah! It's a bicycle. That's right. <laughs> okay, so my number one is probably the number one that a lot of people have guessed, which is Breaking Away. It's one of the most classic bicycle movies. It's not only about bicycles. There's bicycles in every scene. It's a major plot point. Yeah. But it truly loves the bicycle. There's all sorts of gratuitous shots of them like, Tuning the spokes and like pumping the tires and like shining the paint. I mean, it's just it. The movie's as in love with the bicycle as I am. I mean, it's it's bicycle porn. Yes, exactly. Look at that bike. Oh man, yeah. So it's just it's such a wonderful movie. And in this movie, it's all about this kid who's in love with Italy and the cycling culture of Italy. And his bike is a Masi. I hope I pronounced that right. But he has two different ones. And the quintessential scene from this movie is the one where he's training and he's riding behind a semi and he's drafting the semi and the semi driver's like holding out three fingers out the window like he's going 30 miles an hour and then he's like, yeah, I can go faster. He goes 40 miles an hour and they go up to 60 miles an hour, no which is like yeah, insane. Right. And he's not wearing a helmet and I'm just like, hey, is he going to be okay? I mean, it's 
really crazy. And then, yeah, so it's just all about the bike and it's got this really cool like Italian opera back music in the background and like that's a plot point too. And I thought this one is another one where the fashions are really interesting and cool. It's a 1979, but me being from Iowa and living in Iowa most of my life, they're what I think of as 80s fashions because fashion came to us later. Oh, of course. Sure. And yeah. so it was right. really cool to sit there and think about it and watch it where like in the this cool, you know, cool movie Hollywood type stuff, it was way ahead of what I would have yes. expected. Right, right. And the whole movie is filmed in Bloomington, Indiana, huh. where I lived in Indiana for a while. So that I was like, ah, it made me nostalgic for like Indiana, although I lived in Indianapolis, but like even there, the bike culture is pretty big in Indiana where right. not like Iowa, but they had a velodrome in mm. Indianapolis where I lived and like they have this bike racing culture and it was just really cool to throw back to that. And it was really cool that they filmed it on location. So it's set in Indiana, filmed in Indiana, blah, blah, blah. Indiana. You said breaking away? Breaking away. And I keep calling it the cutters, but that was our team. Okay, there <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah. I've so. never seen that, but that, what I'm you seeing on this s- clip is like, that seems like a rag, of any movie we've oh, talked yeah. about, like that's the rag bride. Absolutely. Rag bride like, and yeah. this is what I was talking about when I said like, all these things started happening in the 70s around cycling. Um, it just was like, it was the the feeling of the time. Like everybody was into cycling. And there's also the subtext of like these kids. So this watch through, I realized that it's about breaking away as in like you're in a pack of cyclists and you then break away to lead the cyclists. But it's also about them <laughs> being... Um, blue collar kids, kids of blue collar workers and breaking out of that. And like, how do we grow and how do we like expand our horizons? And do I go to college and like stuff like that? So it was really interesting to see that like deeper meaning of the movie in it. But there's all sorts of nostalgic, like swimming in the summer break and like being a kid in the summer and just biking around and like, this is their last time to have no responsibilities. And like, just really, oh, it takes you back, man. Breaking away. Yeah. All right. You keep setting me up for my next Thing because my number one is the Goonies. The Goonies. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, that's not really like, that's just like a couple scenes of bikes. But the Goonies is probably my favorite movie of all time. In fact, I just recently got to go to um, Oregon, to Astoria, Oregon, with the Confused Breakfast. We were the only people that have been inside of Mikey's house publicly in the last 10 years. What? We got to spend the whole day in there wow. and film. I, there, we have a full, I'll send you the video. Wow. It's the coolest thing I've ever done. And that movie means a lot to me and a couple years ago I heard someone say that at one point you and your friends all went outside to play for the last time together and you Aww. didn't know it Aww. and like that that is such a sad sentiment and and the Goonies really taps into that for yeah me. yeah because that, that it's this last ditch story and we talked we did a, a full episode about the Goonies and I think we hit on it pretty well where it's like what happened after this Everybody probably slowly drifted away and life changed and that guy moved and maybe they didn't actually save the goondocks for more than a couple of years. And yeah. Then everything got demolished. And that one day in their life uh, where they decide to get on their bikes, ride further than they ever have yeah. all the way to the Fratelli's house. And then like, you know, even Brands, Brands bike where they, it, it was the most important thing to him in the world. He was a, he was a 16 year old kid and he, he did 470 lawnmower jobs just to pay for this bike. <laughs> yeah. It was the most important thing he's ever had. And, and if you've never, if you've never had a chance to go to Astoria, Oregon area, like Cannon Beach, Oregon, just go. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world. That's where that movie was filmed. I'll, I'll send you the link to our Goonies house adventure. That is it was so cool. It will be one of the things I think about on my deathbed. It'd be like, yeah, wow. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. I know some people they're like, this is the Goonies house. Like, no, for me, 
That's my favorite movie. It's one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, like look at them riding their bikes. I mean, it's it's the best. I love it. That's so classic. Aren't they really tight about who's allowed into that house? Yeah, someone's lived there for 22 years. Um, and so, yeah, no one has been allowed to go in that house yeah. unless unless you were friends with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's really special. Yeah, there's see, he gets his bike and he, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's that, that nostalgic feeling that a lot of our movies have. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Wow. But that's why a lot of people get back into bike biking in adulthood as well that, for Ragbri. That's and, what I've noticed yeah. is that it's sort of Ragbri, just not even Ragbri, just getting on a bike and riding a trail in your town yeah. feels sort of like you're a kid again. Yeah, oh, for you're sure. Like, oh, look at those people. I saw them earlier. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's, it's such a cool thing that bicycling and it's cool to see it just completely blowing through the roof of popularity and ragbri. It's bigger than it's ever been. It's just, it's, it's evident why it's the, bi- the bicycle and, and what that does for us. Yeah. yeah. Well, and just that feeling every year when you go, or for me, cause I get to bike it to, to show up and even though there might be, you know, 15,000 people, you get to see the people that you only see once a year. Yeah. Like, ah. Well, yeah. and you you can't, well, you shouldn't be looking at your cell phone. Like, you're away from yes. your responsibilities. You have, you tap into that childlike feeling where. They didn't was, have them back then. Yeah. I call it summer camp right. for adults cool. because, like, you just, you let go. Yeah. You know, you're, that's, at least that's how I ride it. Some people are a little bit different in that they have their computer and like <laughs> their phone mounted on their handlebars. But like, that's not how I would want to do it because yeah. right. that's part of the appeal is you, you step away from the world. You know, yeah. sometimes your right. phone doesn't even work. And like, sometimes you're, I mean, you're in rural America, which is, they have cell phones now, but sometimes they don't work when we right. come through. And right. like, I don't know, it's just that feeling that the freedom, the adventure, the like independence that you had as a kid. Yeah. Just Do you think people who are listening to this right now are like shouting out, other bicycle I'm movies sure. that we didn't hit us mention? up in the comments. Let yeah. us know because I'm yeah. sure we missed some. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure we did. Yeah, but I think we hit some pretty good ones. I think that was fun. I think so too. That's our top nine for sure. Top nine top movies nine? about bicycles. About bicycles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah. yeah. Good. Well, thanks for having us on. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. For, this was awesome. Oh, yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining. And us. Thanks, Logan, for uh, doing all the great production. Thanks for visiting us here at Upload Media Group. Yeah. Appreciate it. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. My pleasure for sure. I can tell you that everyone out there thinks they can start a podcast and wants to start a podcast, but the amount of work that goes into actually doing it right is well beyond most people's abilities. (laughs) Yeah. And and you have one shot when you announce that you did a podcast and here's our first episode. If it doesn't sound good, no one's going to tune back in. So if you need help, this is the place to go. Yeah. I can tell you that. And I will say thank you to everyone who is listening to this. We can't do it without the listeners. That's right. Mm. So, all right. Takes a village. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at just go bike podcast at gmail.com or you can also follow us on social media at just go bike on facebook twitter and instagram please rate review and subscribe to this podcast especially if you're a fan and if you have any extra time pop on over to the morphology podcast for more bike adventure interviews all right that's a wrap we'll be back next week until then just, just go bike, bike.